I recently spoke about a family trip a couple years back to Charleston, South Carolina, where we spent Shabbat and I served as a scholar in residence. It was a memorable weekend, and we met so many unique and uniquely Southern characters. Perhaps the most exceptional of them was a man named Joe, a then 91-year-old Holocaust survivor who had lived in Charleston for decades and was the most lovable and inspiring personality within the community. One of the really poignant moments I observed came towards the end of Shabbat morning services. Right before the final mourner's Kaddish, Joe yelled out from the back of the sanctuary, This is in memory of the six million who perished and the 1.5 million children. Nothing like that should happen to no one. I don't know if this happens every week, but no one appeared surprised by the pronouncement. In fact, many came over to extend a handshake or a hug. Remember those? I myself stood speechless, contemplating how powerful his statement was and how only an actual survivor could have made it. Anyone else would have been shouted down or tossed from the shul. But Joe was met with pure love and approbation. The most salient episode of this week's Parsha is also one of the most infamous in the Torah. Incredulously, the Jewish people sin by constructing and then worshiping a golden calf mere weeks after having heard God's voice at Mount Sinai. Miscalculating the correct date of return from the mountain, they presume Moshe to be dead. When he finally descends, he shatters the tablets in disgust, shocking the nation. In the aftermath, God contemplates destroying the Jewish people and starting over what might in today's political parlance be dubbed a great reset with a new nation built from Moshe. And God said to Moses, I have seen this people and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Let my anger flare up against them and I shall annihilate them and I shall make you, Moshe, a great nation. God identifies stubbornness as the culprit in the Jews' rebellion. Yet curiously, not much after that, as Rabbi Mordechai Kamenetsky points out, God agrees to forgive them, assenting to Moshe's emphasis on this very same trait. If I have now found favor in your eyes, my Lord, let my Lord go among us, for it is a stiff-necked people, and you shall forgive our iniquity and error and make us your heritage. How could the same quality that almost led to the Jews' destruction now form the basis of their salvation? The answer may lie with our survivor hero, Joe. Yes, we are an obstinate nation, and utilized improperly, as when refusing to acknowledge that we might be mistaken and abandoning hope in God, this reality can ruin us. Yet, that same stubbornness has also carried us through thousands of years of exile, crusades, pogroms, and yes, even a holocaust. When Joe was screaming his holy words, he was declaring for all to hear that the Jewish nation lives on, that we are here to stay and to pray. I cannot recall a time in my life when such sublime stubbornness was more necessary. In a hyper-relativistic, post-truth era, when society assails the fixed moral standards that have biowed generations, it takes a great degree of chutzpah to retain allegiance to such an unyielding code. Sadly, whether due to indifference or temptation, many Jews are abandoning or have never even learned about this sacred sustainer of Jewish history marking each of our choices ever more significant. 
as individuals during COVID, a period of frequent loneliness, many of us lacking the religious support structures that keep us afloat, our resolute commitment to Jewish principles is of even greater value. And as a people, our stubborn resilience is again on eminent display. No country has endured more lockdowns than the Jewish state, a society conditioned by perpetual war to rise up and push through. And, not coincidentally, no country has fought to protect its citizens as quickly or efficiently through vaccination, illuminating the world's path in the process. These achievements, too, are the marks of an unyielding people. Many of my listeners are familiar with Rabbi Ozzie, my founding partner at Maryland, and my colleague for the first 10 years of my tenure there. He and his wife recently welcomed a new daughter. They named her Neely, a Hebrew acronym for the biblical phrase Netzach Yisrael Lo Yeshaker, which means the eternality of the Jewish nation does not lie. Our endurance portrays God's fidelity to his people, but also his people's devotion to timeless Torah principles. We may face incessant, even existential threats, but from Jerusalem, Israel, to College Park, Maryland, to Charleston, South Carolina, the stiff-necked people lives on. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom.